Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. I got wrong the whole time last time. The, the, the GS plumbing talk line is 1-800-347-1063. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Now I talked just a little bit well in the last in the last hour I talked about the the what happened to one guy with covid, okay? Let's talk about something else now. And I find this particularly insidious, not because it's a gun thing, not because you tied into the gun thing, which is my primary thing. In Canada, they have done away with all new sales of handguns. Part of the reason for that, of course, is ostensibly to stop crime, but also to stop the, the, the epidemic of suicide. Also in California and in other states in the United States, you have a wait. You go, you go and you buy the gun, then you have to wait for 10 days. Ostensibly, again, this is to, if you're, you know, if you're out there going, well, let's see what I got going on today. Nothing. I think I'm going to knock off a liquor store. Got to buy a gun first. Oh, I got to wait 10 days. Yeah, okay. Anyway, it's the cooling off period. Also, they say to keep you from committing suicide. And there's a moral to the story about the suicide part. But in Canada, they have something called military assistance in dying. In Canada, they have a centralized health scheme there in place. And uh, it is very hard to get treatment just like it is in the NHS in Great Britain. In Canada, if you can't get treatment, um, I'm being asked to elaborate on the new ATF ruling. The new ATF ruling, real quick, the new ATF ruling about the pistol brace thing on the backs of AR-15 pistols. Uh, first of all, it's very ambiguous. It's going to be challenged. It goes against the Bruin decision. Um, they don't really know what's going to be what at this moment. I myself, when as soon as they publish the rule, I'm going to file the form woman and just have a short-barreled rifle. I can play your stupid game too. I'll do it for free. As a matter of fact, I have a few other things here that would be considered pistol configurations. I'm going to short-barrel rifle them too while it's all free. And then, of course, it'll get turned around and it will probably will either get stamped out or not enacted. But we've already had enough things uh, happen where they're telling the, the Supreme Court's telling all of these alphabet agencies they can't do this. So they know they can't do it and they're just going to do it to see how far it goes. And if it doesn't get challenged, they let it stay in place. And if it does, they, you know, OK, we'll pull back. We'll think of another way to get you later. on. <laughs> and that's it in a nutshell. It will get challenged and it will get defeated because the Bruin decision has said so. 
back to what I was talking about, um, medical assistance and dying. In, in Canada, they've had veterans call in there and say, I have PTSD or would you make me a, a, a ramp so I can get my wheelchair into my house? And the assessors, as they're called, offer them euthanasia. Now, let's take this into consideration. In Canada, you can have mental health issues. You can not get any health care and just live a life of just, uh, it's just messed up. Or you can be like a guy named Les Landry, who is in perfectly good health, and uh, but they've he, he's older, He's uh, he has diabetes, he has to roll around on a scooter and everything. They've cut his benefit from uh, his disa being disabled to where he can't afford to live anywhere now. So he is opting for euthanasia because he doesn't want to be homeless. But they won't let you buy a gun because they're afraid you'll commit suicide. Hold that thought. California, 10-day wait period. They have medical assistance in death. They have a euthanasia program. It used to be with their euthanasia program, you had a 15-day wait. But Gavin Newsom, he of the Brill Cream commercial, um, he just signed a new law that now makes it 48 hours. So if you want the state to kill you, you can do it, and you only got to wait two days. But if you want to buy a gun, you got to wait 10 days because they think there's a chance you might commit a crime or commit suicide. So that, that's, uh, I find that striking that with the state, it's perfectly okay within the state. And when I talk about the state, I'm talking about government, whether it's the Canadian national government or California or whatever. I find it incredible that they sit there. And, and here's the thing about suicide. My first producer in radio committed suicide. And that bothered me. I, when I got hired by WORD to be just a fill-in, right? He thought I had. He 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 thought he thought his mission was accomplished. The week, the first week of January, when I was filling in on the Terror Show, he called in every day of that week in 2018. And the week after I filled in for Terror that week, he killed himself. And it was always going to happen. And that's because the problem with this, I, I had a lot of issues with this just in my own mind. And I contacted this psychologist that I'd had on my radio show. And I asked her about, you know, it was about rampage killing and psychotropic drugs. And I asked her about suicide. She said, the problem with suicide is that when somebody commits suicide, it's the first moment of peace that they've had when they make that decision to do it. And they really want to do it because like my, my producer he tried to drive into a tree first, and that didn't work. He got hurt real bad, but it didn't kill him. So then he shot himself. And that's the problem with suicide. People that are really suicidal are going to do it unless you – you may be able to temporarily intervene with them. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a very arduous task to try to stop that. But now with the state – if you're in the way, if you're too old, if it's too expensive to keep you alive, all these other things, if you want to check out, they'll be happy to kill you. And we have gotten now to the point to where 
while we're out there talking all the time about uh, going, you know, we, we can't have capital punishment. We can't have this. We can't have people in jail and all this other stuff. If you're homeless or if you have mental illness or if uh, you just can't get no medical help, medical attention or anything in Canada, they'll just kill you because it's so much more convenient just to kill you. It's very, it's very comfortable. It's the, the, they, the people that are the assessors and the, the ones that administrate the care, as they call it, they have impressive counts, too. I mean, 300, 400 people that they have helped euthanize. One guy had uh, some mental health issues, and he was determined not to be competent enough to make the decision to do it, but somebody found a way to do it. And then he drove from wherever he was and made it all the way to where she was in Vancouver, and she took him to her clinic, and she cared for him, as she said. This is where our society is today. They want this here in the United States a lot because it'd just be so much more convenient. We're in a very dark period of time. It's a very, very dark period of time. All right, when we get back, the Prime Minister of New Zealand has resigned. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll be right back. You're listening to 106.3 WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Ah, the GS Plumbing talk line is 1-800-347-1063. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. I'm, I'm in a text conversation with somebody. Okay, so on this thing, this is the last word, okay? On the thing with the, with the pistol braces. If you file 
within the 120 days that you will have a window to file if you wish to go the C, the SBR route. You file it, you're in compliance. You keep your receipt for the filing, you hang on to it, you will get your tax stamp back. Uh, you will not be arrested for having it if you file or if you alter it or if you do some other things. There's, you can take off the sites, you can take off the optic. There's things you can do, but there are ways around it. They know that they cannot. First of all, when, you when you're talking about the ATF, you're talking about about 7,000 people. I don't know how many administrative. Then you got the guys out in the field that are spread out all over the United States. It's not like there's some army. So uh, they're not going to be able to do a lot of things. And they it happens all the time. They cannot possibly enforce everything they've got in place. Plus, this is going to get beat down probably within the 120-day period. I'm just going to go the SBR route anyway just because I want to. They just made it cheaper. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And for those of you, oh, but they've got your info. They've already got your info. They already know you bought a pistol because the serial number on that lower, if somebody registered that as a pistol, it's a pistol and they know it. So they've got it already, whether you file that or not. So stay calm. It's going to be okay. Wednesday, one of the most obnoxious wokester players on this rock surprised everybody by saying she was going to call it quits. We're talking about the the uh, shy and introverted Jacinda Ardern, the New Zealand Prime Minister. She decided uh, to announce this. She says she no longer has enough in the tank to do the job. It's time. <laughs> I'm leaving because with such a privileged role comes responsibility and the responsibility to know when you are the right person to lead and also when you are not. I know what this job takes and I know I no longer have enough in the tank to do it justice. It's just that simple. So February 7th, she's out of there. And this this couldn't happen soon enough. She is a wokester fanatic, a gun grabber, a China kowtowing, sneeriness at conservatives, softness on crime and draconian COVID lockdown. She ran New Zealand's economy into the ground, and all of that caught up with it. It's, it's hard to be a tyrant, isn't it, Jacinda? Despite the international plaudits that brought for the that brought from the international left, the reason she got out was that she was loathed at home and wouldn't have been able to win re-election in the general election in October. She didn't want her name attached to the loss to her entire party that was coming in the last month. Her popularity fell to a stunning 29% from an initial high of 70%. What was the reason? Most news accounts say the voters were fed up with her based on the hash she made of New Zealand's economy, with the Guardian hastening to say it couldn't possibly have been her fault. And we get this from the Guardian. The greatest propellant of Arden's slide sits mostly outside of control of economic waves that will probably keep pummeling voters well into election year. New Zealand's Reserve Bank, staring down an inflation rate of 7.2%, has announced its plans to engineer a shallow recession in 2023 to try to jolt the country out of the inflationary cycle. Already, the bank has hiked the official cash rate, driving up home homeowners' mortgage payments. Petrol prices started spiking mid-year, and grocery costs are up 10%, 10.7% annually. And much of this is playing out across the world, but knowledge of the wider context seems unlikely to win over New Zealanders. 
It's funny how this inflation stuff always happens in a Democrat-run country where free spending expansion of government triggers a lot of money printing. I don't understand why they're still taking taxes at this point here in the United States. They just print it. They just print it. They still take taxes, and that's not enough, so they print some more. Inflation is a monetary phenomenon, not a global issue, except in the sense that monkey see, monkey do is the pattern with the leftist leaders around the globe. They all turn on their money presses when they see the others doing the same, and COVID was the perfect excuse. Not only did she wreck her economy, she didn't seem interested in fixing what she broke. She got the nation out of the COVID lockdown only so she could get spending again. In 2022, the schedule included complex reform projects to address greenhouse gas emissions, resource management, water governance, a proposed merger of public broadcasters, and ailing health and criminal justice systems. Nothing about the economy there at all. Plus, that's way beyond the purview of any government. Do you know what the government's about? I'll tell you what my my ideal government would be. Somebody keeps the road paved and doesn't let the uh, chuck holes mess up my, my, my alignment that secures my border and sees to the national defense. Not all this other stuff that we do, but like Joe Biden with Jacinda, it's all about the greenie agenda, which is favored by the globalist billionaire class. So she trashed the economy, and despite her protestations later that she would focus on the economy, she didn't, didn't do anything to fix it. Why don't? You care about a good economy. Why would you waste time fixing it when you don't feel you don't care? At the Huffington Post, they they they, they don't understand why she's unpopular at all. They wrote Ardern, popular worldwide for her emphatic leadership, said in a speech that she no longer had the energy for the job. Although her popularity has dropped, she is credited with overseeing a ban on military-style assault rifles after mass shootings there and instituting strict COVID-19 measures that minimize the island nation's death toll credited? Why don't we just say blamed? At NBC News, they said voter concerns about soaring crime were all all in their heads, just like they're saying now. Ardern had faced the prospect of a tough campaign in the next election, and this would be held October 14th, along with a perceived increase in violent crime. New Zealand is facing many of the same issues as other countries, including a housing crisis, income inequality, and surging inflation. Proceed, just like Chesa Bodine used to say out there in, uh, in old San Francisco. How silly of them. Several sources say it's a women's issue. Here's a headline from a writer I've never heard of at Forbes who identifies herself in her bio as a leading global expert on gender equity. Why Jacinda Ardern's burnout and question or decision to quit is the norm for most women. <laughs> so it's now all about her sex where she she broke the glass ceiling but uh you know w- w- she's getting ganged up on everybody everybody in new zealand wanted her barefoot in the kitchen that's what it really boiled down to now <laughs> 
What you have there is a leader who wrecked the economy of her country through inflation, presided over a giant crime wave that was supposed to be fixed through her famous gun grab in the wake of a mass shooting by an Australian who didn't belong in their country and now wants to weasel out of a reckoning from the voters by slipping out of office early, probably lining up a big dollar United Nations job the way a lot of retiring progressive leaders who still get plaudits abroad have done in their post-presidencies. Just ask Chile's Michelle Bachelet. You can tell that's the case because apparently nobody in her party wants the leadership post now at all. No, I don't want it. In New New Zealand system, they've got about a week to pick a successor, and nobody wants it. Nobody wants to be at the helm of a ship that's sinking. So, yeah, the leftists took stake and made hash. And the New Zealanders finally got tired of it, and she could no longer deny what was going on with that 29% popularity thing. Progressive leaders, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. When we get back, the White House is demanding of McCarthy, what kind of deals did he make to get those votes to be the uh, Speaker of the House? Ah. You're listening to 106.3 WORD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-347-1063. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. The White House has decided that they're going to call on House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to come clean about the deals he made with a group of Republican lawmakers who initially objected to his speakership bid. And so the spokeshole for the White House, Andrew Bates, he decided the... uh, he put out this statement, an unprecedented tax hike on the middle class and a national abortion ban are just a glimpse of the secret backroom deals Speaker McCarthy made with extreme MAGA members to end this month's chaotic elections and claim the gavel. It is well past time for Speaker McCarthy and the ultra-MAGA Republican House members to come out of the dark and tell the American people in full what they decided in secret. <laughs> so, um, okay. He was elected Speaker of the House on the 15th ballot after receiving 216 votes with five members voting present. And it was noted there were a number of concessions made to finally convince the anti-McCarthy group, including a solitary member can request a vote to remove the House Speaker, a new subcommittee investigating the weaponization of the federal government, hold votes on key conservative issues such as a balanced budget amendment and border security, 
Debt ceiling increases are tied to spending cuts. Vote on appropriation bills individually or not via a, and not via an omnibus. McCarthy leadership pack won't intervene in open seat races and safe Republican House districts. Now, Bates says the few agreements we know about would fundamentally reshape our economy in a devastating way for working families and criminalized women for making their own health care decisions. They also planned, they're planning to plunge the economy into chaos and take millions of American jobs and 401k plans hostage unless they can cut Medicare. I got news for you there, dude. I, you know, I, I go, I, I eat eggs for my breakfast. And I was in Walmart the other day buying my eggs. <laughs> and a lady looks at my buggy, buggy and goes, you guys must be rich because you're buying eggs. That's the economy. There's the economy for you. That's what the economy is like. I, the Republicans, I mean, some of the stuff he's coming out with, you know, this, they're going to do all this in a week. Wow. We should have them all the time. Bates continued musing out loud. The American people have a right to know now, which is why we're calling on him to make every single one of them public immediately. Well, I hate to tell you this, but that's not the way that works. These are, these are separate parts, you know, separate but equal parts of the government, the legislative branch, and executive branch, judicial branch. So while you, you guys are supposed to work together, but it doesn't matter what you think about the other one, they're allowed to have a degree of autonomy and, uh, you know, Republicans right now, right now we're finding about all these, all these little troves of things, uh, all of these little tranches of, uh, documents that are out there. And, uh, apparently they're not very vital to America because, uh, we, they've existed in, in garages and in, uh, you know, storage units and old office buildings and all this other stuff for, for a long time. The one that came closest to actually securing it was Trump. <laughs> and, um, you know, these are just their papers because for some reason every president gets a, a library, which I've never seen one of them. But I need to go, like, do a visit, do, like, a tour of all the presidential libraries just to see what, what, the, what the big deal is. I just find that interesting. That with all the stuff that they do in, in, in the background, that they have the audacity. I mean, these are... You know, this is this is this is really big brass stuff here. They have the audacity to get out there and call for transparency. So, sorry. Sorry about that. McCarthy says there's not a side deal to anything. You know, Ted Kennedy, when Mitt Romney was running for against Ted Kennedy for senator in Massachusetts. Uh, Mitt Romney, of course, is a carpetbagger. That's how he became the senator out of Utah. Um, he got out there and he asked what uh, Ted Kennedy actually does. And Ted Kennedy told him, I build coalitions. And unfortunately, one man cannot make the difference that we would hope they could. You know, if anybody could do it with force of personality, it would have been Trump. And Trump did some outstanding things. Of course, he had a bunch of weaknesses, too. He's very unexperienced. No, I had no experience at all. Bad choices for his inner circle. Horrible choices. I mean, bad, bad choices. Statements that, you know, maybe, you know, just hang on a minute there, sir, if you would, before you 
blurt that out. But beyond that, he he did, he his was a very consequential presidency, and he did it in four years. And what he did was he ramped everything up, which is very much harder to do than putting the brakes on everything like Biden did. So McCarthy went out there. McCarthy, it was his turn. But I don't know. I, maybe he was slapped awake. We're going to see. We're going to see what happens with old uh, Kevin. We'll see what happens with him. As we segue a little bit into this, uh, you know, Right now, the woke oppression by the left being delivered by the Democrats is horrible. It's eroding the concept of Western culture. It has blurred the cultural no norm and actively works to instill the perception that any sort of disagreement with their narrative is an exhibition of bigotry. And I'm sorry, it is not. I'm allowed to believe what I want to believe. And I will believe what I want to believe. And if you want to try to stop me from believing what I want to believe, you're going to have a problem. They use the nexus of government and media to oppress freedom of thought, restricting liberty. And the keystone of American governance is liberty. The founding document declares liberty to be an unalienable right provided by our creator. For government to suggest that personal thoughts and expressions must be altered to parrot what government purports to be correct is un-American. It is treasonous, in fact. And political factions enjoy the liberty to persuade the public to accept their ideas, although here lately it's hard to tell. <laughs> um, in, in, in the state of Washington, which is a very confusing place, they've determined that urgency, paternalism, individualism, and objectivity are aspects of white supremacy. That is disseminated by the Professional Education Standards Board in Washington for use in educating the state's children. Democrats all over the country deny that critical race theory is being taught in public schools. State calls its propaganda indigenous relational pedagogy, I believe, which they claim supports cultural competency, diversity, equity, and inclusion standards. I'm confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ah, goodness gracious. When we get back, we're going to talk about the World Economic Forum as we exit today. You're listening to 106.3 WORD. All right. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-347-1063. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. The World Economic Forum Insect Overlords have convened in Davos, Switzerland for their annual CONFAB this week. And as always, they have been focused on crisis. Because everything is a crisis for the WEF and their minions seated throughout the world's governments and corporate leaders. And those crises are always unprecedented. But this year, they're trying to foment even more global panic. They declared 2023 to be the year of the polycrisis. So in other words, multiple crises at the same time. 
which is the same thing they've been saying for years, but now they've got a new word. Also consistent with their previous messaging is that those in power need much more to accomplish their goals, the select few. More power, more government, and corporate control, and much more money. Former Secretary of State John Kerry, who made his fortune by marrying the ketchup Heinz people, and you know he's, he's got bank and everything. He flies everywhere privately, gave a speech in Davos on Tuesday, in which he warned that saving the planet is going to take money, 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 money. Where's that going to come from? Well, from you, the average citizen, from which, you know, you're going to, everything you have is going to be taken from you. Not only your money, but your car, your single family home, your yard, your food, your freedom. But that's okay because we'll have utopia when the central planners are finished. And everything about this reeks of fraud, deceit, massive miscalculation, and manipulation. And you know, I've seen this movie remade enough times before to be suspicious of everything that they say. First, the science is questionable. A basic tenet of the method is that your predictions, if they don't happen, your hypothesis was flawed to begin with. And the climate catastrophe Cassandras have been wrong for decades. Paul Ehrlich predicted widespread starvation for most of humanity in the 60s. Didn't happen. In the 70s, they were predicting a new ice age. Didn't happen. Global cooling became global warming. And Al Gore, one of its most famous prophets, he got some computer models saying the Arctic ice would be melted by 2013. Didn't happen. Second, science is never settled. It just is agreed upon for a short period of time. And it doesn't become settled just because scholars who challenge prevailing theories are silenced. Like Michael Mann, the author of the hockey stick graph. When other scholars pointed out gaps in his data and flaws in his method, he attacked them and the journals that published their critiques. And politicized science is both suspect and dangerous. Dr. Paul Offit in 2019 published Pandora's Lab, a hard-hitting account of seven instances of science that shaped disastrous, shaped public policies including eugenics, the war against pesticide, the use of lobotomies to treat mental illness, and the aggressive promotion of trans fats instead of natural dairy products. Just two weeks ago, Joanne Silberner wrote a very powerful article for Barry Weiss's new online magazine, The Free Press, in which she lays out how the same phenomena often exposed have impeded real progress on the search for a cure to Alzheimer's, as, as one of them. Both of those essays expose two ugly realities. When politicians build their campaigns on sketchy or unproven scientific theory, they have a vested interest in making sure that facts that disprove these theories never see the light of day. Just like all of these uh, doctors that were shouted down about the COVID thing. And scientists whose research money the government controls then have a vested interest in making these politicians happy. And the first casualty of war in this is truth. But it is a later casualty of government research as well. And then you have the rampant hypocrisy. It gives a glimpse into the dystopic future that these megalomaniacs are planning. The seas are supposedly rising, but they're buying beachfront property. You shouldn't be driving a car, but they fly everywhere, including into Davos on private jets. Your modest family home is a problem, but they own multiple mansions that sit empty most of the time. The deceit and the propaganda campaigns surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic follow the same template. 
hysterical predictions about lethality based upon inadequate information. They lied about their role in the development of funding and the, of the virus and the government po policies were clearly designed to maintain and exploit your public ignorance to this. There were people that were arguing in favor of inexpensive and readily available drugs to treat symptoms. Shouted down. Anyway. As it always is, it has been my pleasure. Coming up next, Dana Lash. I believe that's who's coming up next. And uh, hey, you're listening to 106.3 WORD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.